test one, two, talk, blah, 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 blah. Say something. Look what you just made me do. Look what oh you just made me do. Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe, a show where friends gather around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. But today we're going to be going over a tie-in series, uh, The Astounding Wolfman, Volume 3. If you haven't read Volumes 1 and 2, go back and listen to those, uh, read them and uh, listen along with us. Um, today I'm being joined by, for the first time ever in a tie-in, Ryan. Hello. And I'm- Bill. Is not here. No, no bill today. Uh, he was going to come, but... Um, yeah, we, we actually decided all three of us should be on this, and uh, it's just us two, so... And we're going to start doing that from now on, too. Um, obviously not today, because uh, we tried to get Bill here, but wasn't in the cards for today. But uh, um, from now on, we're going to try and uh, and have all three of us on each well, tie-in moving forward. Yeah. Obviously, it might vary here and there. Uh, I don't think that we've really seen the last of... Uh, Liz and Brittany, I think they're going to be coming in um, periodically here and there, mm-hmm. but the new readers are over now, so uh, yeah, they'll be back, but typically it's just going to be uh, me, Ryan, and Bill moving forward. So, And you know what? Uh, when we do Wolfman Volume 4, the finale, we'll have uh, Bill give us some of his thoughts on Volume 3, because I'm yeah. sure he had some stuff to say about it, you know. So we'll hear more about mm, that later. Indeed. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, we will. So, uh, Invincible News... Mm-hmm. Uh, not much in the way of invincible news since we've we last talked. We got some good stuff. We got we got a couple things. Uh, so last on the last new reader um, episode, we talked about what new issue our new issue. Yeah, you said new reader. New issue episode. The new readers are over. They're dead. <gasps> we don't talk about them anymore. Um, the new issue episode. It was one thirty nine, I think. Right. Yeah, we talked about our. Predictions on what the cover for issue 142 would be, and we were right. I mean, it's been revealed. It was. It's called the ro- part one of one. Yeah, I love that. I love that it's part one of one. But it's like a double size issue, I guess. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and Robot is, of course, on the cover. Um, but so is so many other people. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love seeing all. Like it's, it's one of my favorite covers because the sheer number of people on it because this is what i want and i said on twitter that it's like this this cover just screams invincible universe we got like pegasus on it like there's so like there's cool characters brits on it like yeah. i love that so hopefully we're going to be seeing some earth i think we're going to see a gigantic war with a whole bunch of characters coming back mm-hmm. and it's got to i mean it's obvious it's got to be everyone against robot and his armies i mean i'd be curious to see who else is on robot's side well we know a good handful of them that are on his side that left True. yeah that i left mean Brit at the was. end of yeah Ooh, so oh that's, no yeah that's gonna cause oh, a, no. some conflicts a little drama Ooh, a little drama i'm just so excited to see monster girl again it's been so long but yeah yeah so uh yeah robot is on the cover I'm, Which, and now now how many more covers do we have two more to go it's 44 is the final one right 43 so, and 44 who's left to be on these covers like what? We've gotten all the main characters out of the way. Even Tara, Debbie even has one. Rex Nolan. Blode. No. <laughs> Speaking but, of Rex Blode, 
what's funny is uh, we talked about we joked about that on the last podcast, and Connor on Twitter reached out to us uh, at CT57. And uh, he did a cover for me um, based on our last uh, new on issue. Twitter, yeah, on Twitter. He, we, we retweeted it. Um, so go on to our Twitter and, he did and a good check job that out. It looks and awesome. Put Rexplode as the cover of, uh, of 142. And I think he did it before it was actually released. Didn't yeah, he? I yeah. think so. That was, kind of, that was awesome. So uh, thank you, Connor, for that. That was sick. Mm-hmm. There was also the, uh, they announced uh, that Robert Kirkman's going to be doing a panel at New York Comic Con. Uh, October fifth. How do you know how many days New York Comic Con is? I don't. I don't know. I th- is it like four? I think it's four. Uh, or it's got to be at least three. Oh yeah, for sure it's three. Yeah. Fan Expo is four. New York's got to be at least at least four. So we're really excited about that. Uh, I actually thought it was the first week of September, not the first week of October. So we're not going to be doing too many, too much in the way of predictions, like I said online, but. Uh, I'm excited. I, we know that they said in the letters column of issue 139 that you know they're probably going to be t- talking about their plans for the final issue. Um, so I don't know. They said that you know it's not going to be triple sized like that one person in the letters column had asked. Invincible, invincible. I don't know. I'm kind of, you know, well, we have three episodes before you know New York Comic Con to uh, to talk about our predictions, but you know, there's got to be. There's obviously going to be some variance. Oh, yeah, right. there's going to be some very... You know what I want to see? What? I want to see a Tony Moore Invincible. I know. There has never been a Tony... I don't think anybody's even commissioned him to do it. I've never mm-hmm. seen an Invincible by Tony Moore. Yeah. I think it would be cool if they did... If they got him to do a variant cover. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see all the... Any of the creators that have worked on any part of the Invincible universe to come back for a variant. Especially Cory Walker. I mean, Cory Walker's a given. It, he's going to be doing a cover. I think he's probably going to be doing like a pinup or something. He's going to be some, doing something He's got to do something. Um... But I don't know. I mean, there's, there could be other stuff. I mean, it's cool because the panel, um, it says Robert Kirkman, and then underneath it says The Walking Dead, Invincible, and Beyond. And it was just cool seeing it say, you know, The Walking Dead and Invincible. It wasn't like The Walking Dead and Outcast and, you know, and this and yeah. this and this. Like, it wasn't like The Walking Dead and The Future of Skybound. Like, they said the name Invincible. Like, I feel like there's more to talk about. There is. Just, I mean, there's. I think. I really do think that. I mean. I he, mean, this is his final con before the end of the series, so yeah. he might. I feel like this is the time. This is the time. If they're going to get, a, a, I'm hoping a game, anything else out, any news, this is their last chance. I think before they're the going end. to, but I think it's going to be movie related. Really? Yeah. I was. I think I that we're going to get something anything, movie related. I would say the opposite. I'd say nothing movie related. Nothing. Yeah. I still think it's true. Last we knew, they were still talking about the story. I don't think there's going to be, like, casting or anything. I just, like, they have to at least talk about it, though. Maybe. But talking about it, yeah. They might I don't think it's going to, but I think it's going to be more than just, like, coming up in conversation. Like, oh, we got the movie coming out, and it's looking good because I'm talking to Seth Rogen, and he's got some cool ideas. I think it's going to be beyond that. (laughs) I hope, but I'm not That's the beyond part. Oh, that's the beyond. Mm. Um, Speaking of which, Bill and I just watched Click the other day. It was on TV. No, was it? Yes. It was on Netflix. You watched Click, and guess what? I was sitting right next to you. You came over and like <laughs> it was almost still on. toward the end. Yeah, uh, but it was like he was like, oh, well, I don't, I don't want to. I guess that's why I was spoil thinking. the end. If you haven't watched spoil Click, fucking Click. watch Click. I, like I hate, Click. I hate Adam hate Sandler. Click. I hate Adam Sandler, but fucking Click. A lot of people hate Click. I like Click movie. though. It's good. Oh, it's so good. It was a surprise. Something stinks. Mm-hmm. Like stale French it's fries. Stale French fries. <laughs> I can't do a walk in. 
Christopher so Walken. Good. Oh my gosh, so good. But yeah, so we're going to be talking more about what we think is going to be coming out of New York Comic Con, and we're super excited for that. Hopefully it's something big and exciting, and we're going to be talking all about it. I said that like four times. I said it's going to be exciting, <laughs> and we're going to be talking all about it, like three different ways. So, uh, But speaking of cons... You're going to one this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be big and exciting. It's going to be big and exciting. Are you going to talk all about it? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be at Fan Expo Toronto. I'll be driving up there, and I'll be there for three out of the four days. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I uh, can't wait for that. I'll be meeting Jim Lee. That's um, exciting. That is exciting. I'm going to get my um, Invincible Issue 51, which is already signed by Ryan Otley. Uh, all signed by Jim Lee. I'm going to get that CGC, which is kind of cool. I'm looking forward to that and a bunch of other stuff I'm going to have him sign. Um, Yeah, so I can't wait for that. A lot of good artists are going to be up there, Mm -hmm. Um, none of which I don't think have really worked on Invincible too much. Um, But still, I can't wait for those. I love any kind of Comic-Con-related stuff. Do you get any Invincible-related sketches? Yes. Let us know. I will indeed. Sharing with the world. Yeah. So we got some emails and some messages, some Facebook messages. Uh, I got a Facebook message that we'll start with here from our good friend, Mark Sylvie. He says, hi, Invincible Podcast. First off, 139, mixed feelings as always. For me, the fact the series is ending taints the issue. Does it matter who lives or dies anymore? Having said that, does page 21, panel 2 mean Anessa is dead? I think so. Sad face. It's going to make custody arrangements for little Marky Mark tricky. Marky Mark. He didn't say Marky Mark. You did it? <laughs> no, Aww. he didn't say it. He said little Mark tricky. Yeah. Uh, my guess is Nolan will live but be weakened. Did you guys notice how Mark was referring to the Viltrumites as our people during his fight mm. with Rag? I didn't think he had really done that before. I thought he considered himself more human than Viltrumite. I'm hoping for one last let me tell you about our people moment, either with Mark or Thrag, with one last Viltrum secret in the next issue or between Mark and Lil Mark mm. later on. A crazy theory for the end, Mark realizes that Viltrumites become evil by living so long and losing connection to anyone who is not one of them. He decides to implement some sort of Logan's run, system to deal with this maybe if slash when eve dies looking forward to listening to the podcast thanks for all your hard work love mark i love the idea of um or i I just love that he caught uh mark bringing up our people because that's something we didn't really talk about on that episode you know like that he is kind of referring to them as his people now and that's that's pretty cool i also assuming of course they are still your people and not not Baloney's. <laughs> I wonder how people will get that joke. Um, <laughs> if they watch The Dark Knight, they'll get it. What's the... Uh, oh, there was something else that he said I really liked. Um, the let me tell you about yes. our people moment? Yeah, I love that. Like, the, you yeah. know, we've seen it several times with, like, you know, Nolan or Thrag or somebody reaching, reaching out and saying, let me tell you the story, you know, about our people or whatever. I love the idea of Mark giving that speech to Marky. Yeah. at the end that's so cool yeah. that's so cool that's how the second issue starts oh that's a great idea man i love it um i have an email uh remember you can email email us at the invincible podcast at gmail.com you can emu us emu us you can emu us hmm. i don't like it <laughs> remember you can email us at the invincible podcast at gmail.com 
And this one is from Caleb. Caleb says, thank you for taking the time to make the podcast. I read the first three volumes of Invincible about a year ago. I liked it, but for some reason, I never got volume four. About a month ago, I finally got volume four and didn't stop reading until I hit issue 139. Best decision I ever made. I found your podcast a couple weeks ago and have listened to most of the episodes, but not all. So if you've already answered the question I'm about to ask, I'm sorry. So here's the questions that Caleb asks us, and we'll, we'll ask each question and answer it as we go. First question, what character do you think is most likely to die before the end of the series, and what character do you not want to die? Character I think I most want to die? I think most likely to die, I feel like has to be, well, at this point, Thrag. Thrag is absolutely most likely going to die. I feel like that doesn't count, though. Oh, at this point, yeah. Other than that, I'd say Robot. That you think he's going to die? I think Robot's going to die. Yeah. Robot I, I, I think it's a very Kirkman thing to keep him alive. It would be, but he kind of did that with Thrag. Yeah, but Thrag is going to die. So I feel like if Thrag dies, True. Robot will live. Good point. Yeah, I could see that. Who's somebody that you think will definitely die? Ask us a few months ago, I would have said Nolan. Yeah, I mean, that. Was, again, I, I think that, that was an obvious one. Uh, space Racer. I hope Space <laughs> Racer fucking dies. I don't really know. I don't think that there's... I think there's going to be a lot of death, but I don't think there's going to be any, like, main characters. Like, I don't think Alan's going to die. I don't think Eve will die. I think it would be cool if he if Eve died, though. Yeah. Who's a, who's a character that you do not want to die, that you'd actually be mad if they died? I would be mad if they died. I don't know. I do like deaths. Yeah. Especially with, you know, I don't know, really important mine, characters. Mine would probably be Monster Girl or Alan. Because those are both such... Oh, man. And it's too tragic. I don't want Amanda to die. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't see... I would hope that Amanda doesn't die. I think that if Amanda were to die, it would have to be something... She would have to die in Robot's issue. And it would have to be like robot killing her or Super. she she like dies to save robot but or that, something like we that we kind of already like, saw that in the yeah, issue yeah it's you know? true but i don't know i feel like if she that's why i think she's she's not going to die but if she did it would have to be something very yeah robot driven yeah definitely um, uh, caleb's answers to both of those questions is alan is the one he thinks is most likely to die and the one he doesn't want to die hmm so yeah alan i've grown to like him more and more toward the end of this series so yeah i i I do like alan a lot i don't think he's gonna die i really don't um er, earlier on when doing this podcast i thought for sure he was going to die because he was getting so powerful that i thought that you know he his time was coming but now i'm starting to think he's not going to um if he did die i mean as long like i said as long as it's being done in a cool way like i don't really care yeah i mean we've kind of i think we've kind of prepped ourselves yeah uh, Caleb's second question, is there any dangling plot points that will drive you crazy if they're not resolved? Yes. Like the Battle Beast Prophecy. Well, good call on the Battle Beast Prophecy, because that would bother us. Yeah. TJ, go for it. Um, the thing that's in the plant. <laughs> the clone. The clone. No, I'm just kidding. Both do, of, do you remember the, uh, the thing that I brought up? Like, it was like literally one panel. The it clone was, guy. Yeah, guy, that that shapeshifter guy. Yeah, where yeah. Eve went to go help him up, and yeah, uh, and, well, no, or that, no, he asked Eve for help, and she was like, "Ew, don't touch it," because she was new to the planet. Yeah, and um, and, and he, someone else 
picked him up and he changed into that person. He's like, thanks. And yeah, then like, thanks. it was really like Much mysterious. Better. I'm just kidding though. If no, that that's if, one of the things. It, that, it, that, right, is, right. that is a plot point that was not solved, but if it, it doesn't even, get solved. I don't even think I'd call it a plot point. If I'm being serious and answering that, that um, question seriously, there is an obvious one, but I'm going to save that one because we'll bring that up. But it has driven me nuts. Space Racer. Yeah, I know. What happened with that was Space the one that you Racer? Not it drives me insane. I know. That, it drives me insane. Yeah, I know. We've talked about that enough, but definitely the Space Racer thing. The things I thought of were the Space Racer thing, the cloning Clone. alien, and then obviously the spaghetti monster. I think that's, that's a big That's not point. what I was thinking. Really? I, I thought think... the obvious one is uh, King Omni-Man. Oh, King or King Immortal. King Immortal. Thank you. Yeah. Omni-Man. That we yeah. want that to, to come, come true. to fruition. I mean, we kind of have, but it'd be so cool if it all wrapped up. But yeah, I, I was actually think the spaghetti monster. I kind of want some resolution on what it meant by yeah. you'll bring about, you know, the doom, like you'll doom us all, you've doomed us all, and all that kind of stuff. Like what? Yeah. What? I think what? we're gonna get it. I think so too. So those are points that you know. Um, but and, like the one thing that I like, if if Space Razor doesn't get resolved, um, like why, like him being attacked by Thrag and everything, yeah. what happened with that? If it doesn't get resolved, I'll be upset about it, but I'm not gonna like be deeply pissed off about it but if the king immortal thing and him in the future does not get resolved i'm gonna be very upset about that i'm not gonna like that at all they have to touch on that they they, they have everything everything's already touched on like i feel like everything has been basically mark has to leave earth he has to leave earth i think yes he's not gonna stay there that's what i mean It, like no. literally, it has to come to a way that we can look back at that issue and be like, "Hey, that shit like that." Or something could line happens up. to a mortal, it that could he's gone. Line up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Caleb also uh, he responds to that one by saying, "This isn't much of a plot point, but it would bother me if Bulletproof doesn't either die for siding with Robot or sacrifice himself to help defeat Robot." Hmm, that's an interesting point. I've not robot. even thought about Bulletproof. <laughs> really, so we've seen long. him in like the last two issues. I yeah. wonder. Uh, I mean, it's clear that Bulletproof is working with robot yeah it's clear so i think he is going to be siding with him and fighting alongside him i don't know if he's necessarily going to sacrifice himself but like i think he's going to die yeah i agree um and then the final question that caleb has is who would you call mark's joker he has a line fairly on in the run where he says i don't even have an arch nemesis and ever since i've been on the lookout nolan cecil angstrom oliver and thrag have all been suspects but i would have to say robot I disagree. I think that I guess it 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 depends on what you mean by that. Like, who is his main villain? I think it would be Thrag. But I think that in regards to Joker, I think the closest person, and maybe I'm biased, but I think it's Angstrom. Angstrom has these like really dumb moments, like where he's like, "What's going on?" And he, like he's like he doesn't know what's happening. And Joker has a lot of those stupid moments because Joker is very smart, but he's also kind of stupid. And I felt like. I always thought I always thought of Angstrom as as his Joker. Yeah, Joker in the comics is a joke, like he a pun not intended, but uh, he's like not considered like all the other villains not, hate him. Like, but that's not the point. I think the point is who's their arch nemesis? Who's the one that's so been their there, main villain? Been there the longest? The main villain? That's constant, it'd have to be Thrag, right? Yeah. Where I think the coolest one, like you, you're you're. Conquest. Your power plex, your conquest is your Riddlers, your Two Face. Like they're the cool like side. Conquest ones. is your Bane, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know I could totally see that, and I think yeah. it'd have to be Thrag, as much as we yeah. want it to be someone cooler. But I think that's what's got to be. Yeah. So um, and, and re- if that's what he's asking, who was the main villain? It it's Thrag. Yeah. If that's who we consider Joker to be the main villain, then yeah. yes. 
Uh, Caleb says, thanks again, guys and gals, and maybe, and uh, I could go on and on, but I don't want this letter to be too long. Love, Caleb. Uh, thank you for that, Caleb. Oh, Caleb also has a PS. He says, I don't remember what issue, but a long time ago, there were a few panels where Cecil said something about, get me Agent Gary something something. I always thought he was referring to Amber's new boyfriend, and it would be addressed down the line, but I think he might have been referring to Wolfman, something that's always bugged me. Caleb, I don't... I don't remember. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to start looking through past issues and try and find that. Especially around Amber's when yeah, Amber I, was I, bigger. I really don't think it was re- in reference to Amber's Gary or Gary not Hampton. An agent. Because neither of them are agents. Like yeah. Wolfman's not an agent either. As far, I mean, I don't know. Um, unless this was much later on when Wolfman joined like Wolfman Corps. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, if somebody else listening knows what issue that is, hit us up and let us know. But I'll be on the lookout for that, Caleb, and I'll let you know once I find it. Otherwise, thanks for uh, writing to us. I also have an email from um, Xavier. And Xavier, you have a great email. We're going to read it next time when Bill's here because uh, it's kind of for all three of us. So I'd like to save that one. So, yeah, anything else been going on with you? Uh, not much. I mean, what did, uh, not did, not anything different. Did since you get to watch the big eclipse? I, uh, you know what's? I was at work when it happened, and everybody said that the peak time for us here in Buffalo was, was going to be two thirty three p.m. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the window. I went, came out of the clean room. <laughs> Tell me you didn't just look directly at it. Oh, uh, I looked right. Oh, oh my fucking god! Right at it. <laughs> but it was so bright outside, yeah, and that peak can... time. But it was still like it was like in the middle. It was like a little dim, but like it wasn't. It was so bright. I looked directly at it. But it was supposed to be dark outside. Like I thought I would look outside and it'd be at least a little dark. It, it was, was all right. So, it was a little dim. But so like, so I was also at work, but. You know, where I work, I mean, I, it's, I can see outside easily. I can walk outside. It's not a big deal. I work on a farm. I mean, there's, I can walk outside and I, well before the eclipse started, I was able to see how bright it was and everything. And it definitely got dim. It wasn't a huge deal because we didn't get here in, you know, Western New York. Yeah, it wasn't even close to us. We got 70% coverage. You know, we didn't get the 100% coverage like the center of the uh, country did, but we got 70% and it definitely got dimmer. It felt like... It felt like it was about to rain, but the skies were clear. It was a really weird feeling, and uh, I made a you know a little. Um, of course, you fucking did. Yeah, did I you did. concoct like a little? I made a, a little box. I made a, a um, what do you call it? Jeez, uh, uh, photo box kind of thing to to see it through. That's a so reflection. cute. Did you do that with Katie? No, I just did, did you, it at did work. You get it at... <laughs> I just did it at work. It was just a box and some foil. Did piece you make of paper. it an art class? No. <laughs> But uh, that was interesting. I couldn't, like, it was one of those things, like, I love solar things and, like, space and all that kind of stuff, and I, it's that, I feel like it snuck up on me. It was everywhere, and then it just blew out of proportion, and I had, I didn't get the glasses, I didn't know anything until, like, the day before. I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably, you know, see what this is all about. And the crazy thing is, in, I think it's seven years, there's going to be another another one one. that And then another one in, like, 2042. Yeah. The one in, uh, in seven years, Buffalo, like this region is going to be the center. So we're yeah. going to get a hundred percent then. So that'll be cool. We'll, we'll make sure we have our glasses and everything. So you don't burn your retinas any more than you already did. The ongoing joke online never got old to me. If anybody out there had made a reference yes. to the firebenders, that was you're brilliant. awesome. That was brilliant. You're awesome. I anybody that. that did that. So if anybody it, was, it was a played out joke, but I loved every no, second of it. Every time I, I would it. see it. So if anybody's ever watched Avatar The Last Airbender, they'll know. Uh, great show. Oh, fucking watch that shit. Mm-hmm. So good. 
So yeah, any um, uh, we're gonna jump into Wolfman Volume Three in a second, but real quick, any what is it coming out this weekend? It comes out, I think, September eighth. So oh, okay. not this Friday, but the following Friday. Okay. Yes, following Friday. Got it. Yeah, me and Bill are gonna see the shit out of that. My brother really wants to see the original because he still hasn't even seen that. It was on TV the other day, and I debated watching it, but I kind of. You want to wait? I, I think I'm gonna wait. I want to wait. Yeah, hmm. I don't want to know anything about it. All right. And then I'm going to watch it after. Cool. Yep. All right. Wolfman Volume 3. Dive in. Starting with issue 13. Volume 3 is uh, issue 13 to 18. So That's right. Do you want to uh, give us a little recap? So basically where we left off was um, the, or let's say it was, uh, it was Thrill Kill, Construct, and the Eruptor. Were, not, not Erector. Not Erector. <laughs> we're looking for, yeah. We're looking for Wolfman in the woods, and the Elder Brood kind of popped out at them and said, what are you doing here? You don't belong here, and that's where we left yeah, off Yeah, he kind of messed them up a little bit. Yeah, at least it's kind of fucking them up. Yeah. Uh, and then the last we see of Gary is he's at the uh, cemetery, um, kind of kneeling down by his wife's grave, and uh, the agent who, you know, the... Uh, werewolf hunter whose name is agent hunter i agent think that's hunter. what i mean yeah. i don't know if it's a code name or not but yeah is behind him and uh with a whole bunch of other agents uh you know there to arrest him mm-hmm. so after that basically what happens is uh he starts remembering back to his training um with the elder brood about training because yeah, he he like train teaching how to fight without being in wolf form, right? Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, because, you know, Agent Hunter says to him, you're in the daylight. You're not, you can't, um, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You're, and he, you know, he basically just attacks them and starts kicking their asses and says, you know, because he remembers back to everything that the Elder Brood said to him about um, training in the daylight and, and being pre- preparing it, himself. Yeah. It's, the importance of... of learning how to fight as a human mm-hmm. and it still wasn't enough though i mean agent hunter still messes him up oh yeah there's a whole <laughs> team of of agents there plus you know agent hunter is kind of immortal he's yeah you know he's i loved it. and again yeah again <laughs> he's I immortal he's invincible I, again i wasn't on the previous wolfman episodes uh, but i love how he used to be called agent invincible or something like that yeah. and they they changed, he his, changed name his name because invincible came along yeah. i love that um but yeah, so they arrest Gary. Gary's arrested, and they also end up arresting um, the three uh, villains that fought the Elder Brood because they're knocked out in the forest. Thrill Kill, Eruptor, and uh, a con- con- Construct. Construct, thank yeah. you. I always want to say Conquest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like, this is one of my favorite things about this issue because the next scene is uh, Dunford waking up um, Chloe. Chloe. And it kind of feels like Batman. It does. I, I swear to God I was going to say that. I, I like... You know, how long have I been asleep? You've been asleep for three days. Yeah. Like, yeah. Him waking up Very Batman begins, yeah. So, yeah, Chloe's in bed all bruised and cut up. And he finally, it break. It's like his breaking point with her. Like, he's fed up with her, you know, being like this. Because he sees, like, bruises all over her arms and cuts and everything. And this is from, we we know from her training with Ezekiel. Yeah. No. Zachariah. I keep wanting to call him (laughs) Ezekiel, but that's Walking Dead. Uh... And I love this part, this uh, part of the issue because for the longest time, and I remember asking you guys when you did uh, Volume 1, why is Gary a billionaire? 
Like, Why is Bruce Wayne? It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like we even talked about on volume one yeah. about how we don't we well we didn't really know what he did. Mm-hmm. We find out kind of a little bit more in this ish, in this volume that we'll talk about. But it's kind of the same thing as Wayne Enterprises. We oh, yeah. all, we assume that they that you know his company has a hand in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. But we find out in this volume that. Um, they give us a little more background as to what his company actually does. Yeah, I liked how he, like Gary started off like small time, like a small record shop, and then he picked up some. Uh, um, he picked up like a band, right? Like these two band members, like yeah. uh, uh, you know, and like started his own record company, and then his record company like got bought out, and then he invested in a software company, and then went into telecommunications. Yep, and that's ultimately and what it is. That's what it's, it is. He like, does it's telecommunication, it's broadcasting, and. Yeah. I think that's really cool. That is that really we cool. got that little like these cool flashbacks, like how he met, uh, how they met his mom, or how you know he met his her wife, mom, her his wife, Chloe's yeah, wife, because he's talking Chloe's Chloe. mom. Um, and this is Dunford basically saying, "Your father is a great man." And this whole thing was him talking about how like Dunford, like uh, he was old, his wife passed away, and he felt like useless. He was nothing. And, and your your father, um, talking to Chloe, he's he's saying your father did. Like basically saved my life and gave me a job and put me, put me in a in a gave me a job that I was comfortable with because mm-hmm. I didn't want to just be in an office. I wasn't comfortable with that anymore. So he he made me a part of your family. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to tell Chloe how troubled their relationship was. That him and uh, uh, what's her name? I keep wanting to say Rebecca. Who? What's, what's Chloe's her? mom's name? Uh, oh, it is Rebecca. It's Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how Gary and Rebecca had like a really troubled relationship and how Rebecca was off seeing another guy and how it ruined their relationship. And the reason why they went camping, you know, the, yeah, the night I they went this. the night they went that uh, that that Gary got attacked by the elder brood and turned into Wolfman, the night they went camping was because Gary was making an attempt to repair their relationship. Yeah, after she cheated on him. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Yeah. That's a like, I love that. That's such a cool story. To bring that back, it was so good. Like it yeah. even shows like on the page, the uh, the wolf elder kind brood. of um, you know, or yeah, the elder brood kind of stalking them and waiting mm-hmm. for his And it's just Dunford home. saying, like, hey, this is uh, this he is a good man, and the first thing he thought to do with that curse was use it to help people. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really good. Well, um, Chloe doesn't want to hear it. Well, she's she's convinced that her dad did die when her mom died. Right. She wants to kill the wolf, basically. Right. And she's she doesn't care about her dad anymore. He's gone. I don't know. I love that. I thought that was such a cool way of giving us some more into its background, backstory, as, yeah. and well, kind of. You know, progressing the story. This I always, anytime I like. This is me rereading Wolfman, and uh, the last time I read this was probably when it came out. And when I think back on Wolfman, I think of the prison. I think of him in the prison for some reason. Like to me, that's like, I don't know. That was such a cool. I think of more of what we already read. Yeah, like Chloe. Chloe's relationship with Zachariah is what I always think of, yeah. And I always think of the prison. I love the prison. And I don't know if it's because there's so many direct Invincible tie-ins. Yeah. But it was so cool. And this was like when Invincible was like at its, like, craziest with Conquest and Invincible War. Like in the 60s. Conquest, yeah. FCO is coloring both Invincible and Wolfman. Like, this this is gorgeous. This was the meat of, uh, of Invincible. FCO does this, too. You know what's funny, too, is that... I was watching a YouTube video of Jay Skipper 
doing like a live. Or actually, it wasn't a YouTube. It was he. He has a Twitch channel. Jeremiah Skipper. Jeremiah Skipper. Yeah, he um, colored our logo. They apparently they're they're brothers. Well, no, he has a brother, but his brother yeah. didn't do it. Our logo is just Jeremiah. Oh yeah, that yeah. that did our logo. Yes. Yeah. But they they're a team that that do it together, and I watched them do a video. Holy shit! You think that it's that it would be easy? It's fucking to color? insane oh, no how way. difficult it looks. Like the, the like the different layers that he puts on it. Like have you he, seen, oh you've my seen gosh, the, um, it looks harder than actually drawing the shit. It really does. <laughs> yeah, it's Nathan, insane how quick they are at it. Though. Um, uh, usually every issue, Nathan Fairburn uh, retweets or tweets a, uh, a in progress one, and he'll show like here's the pencils or inks, and then here's just the basic colors and then he layers and layers and layers it's insane it's nuts it is crazy i would like to watch that you're gonna have to show me that yeah i think uh if other people want to uh i could i could be wrong i hope i'm not wrong about this but i believe his twitch channel is uh j skipper underscore color cool all right so check that out uh but continuing on i like cecil like right off the bat like this volume this volume has a lot of invincible tie-ins like mostly because cecil becomes a main character isn't cecil on the cover of this one yeah, Cecil's in the in the panel on the cover of this trade. Yep. Um, but Cecil visiting Gary in prison, um, telling him that he's going to look for Zechariah was cool. Um, that he, I mean, this is the first time they've talked since the Invincible tie-in. Yeah, and I mean, the last thing that we saw of that issue was Cecil saying that we're going to keep an eye on him. Yep. And so he basically says that he believes Gary, but no one else will. Right. So he can't make it public that he's helping him, but he'll keep an eye out for Zechariah. Like in the meantime, and he'll actively tight. be looking for Chloe for him. Oh, because because Gary uh, didn't know where his daughter was. No, and... not at this point. No, at this point he's not. Tell- he they didn't talk about that yet. That's later. But yeah. Um. Right after this, because yeah, that's in issue uh, fourteen that Gary finds out that she's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then this issue goes on and now last time we saw oh before they get to that though i love this two-page spread showing the entire court case we've got you know gary going to the courthouse uh chloe and zachariah watching the court case on the news and then him being found guilty it's just a really cool two-page spread i of, felt like it was a little rushed i understand that it needed to be yeah we don't like, need to see that damn like comic. he's already fucking like guilty and shit yeah yeah um, but that also shows how much time has passed, you know, like that gives us a little bit of context into why Chloe's actually a pretty, you know, brutal fighter already. Right. Um, I liked her seeing, seeing her training. Um, and I liked how Zachariah talked about how, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult to find, to get into the prison. Uh, and he, he mentions that, uh, there are frequent escapes at the Stronghold Penitentiary. Yeah. Because they there are all the, the time. What, in the what penitentiary? Stronghold? William Stronghold? What is that? Sky High. No way. William, their, their last name is Stronghold. I don't remember their names. Is it what? really? Yeah. That's William awesome. Stronghold is the main character. I love Sky it. motherfucking high. Go watch that shit. Uh, we're going to have to do something with Sky High I on this podcast should, I told you sometime. we should do it. We, we're going we're gonna to do that. We'll do something with Sky High. Um, but this issue ends with something crazy. Yeah. So they're training, and she's saying, "I want, I want to go after him." And he's saying, "No, you know, because of everything we talked about. Like, the, um, he he has a plan, but he's they they need to wait." Mm-hmm. And it ends with um, her him saying that you're kind of weak there. He cut her, uh, and she needed to heal up. So it ends with her drinking his blood. 
Yeah. Because she accidentally, or she actually cut his wrist and she just drinks from it. So I remember thinking when I first read this, like, she's a fucking vampire. Yes. Holy because shit. Because I think, I don't remember, this was more you guys, and I quickly skimmed through um, volumes one and two, or read volumes one and two. Um, but he recently told her that there is a way, like, that I can I can help you. And we never knew what he meant, and we assumed he was talking about making her a Make vampire. Making her a vampire, right. And then here we have this. So yeah, she's a vampire. Splash page of her just drinking, his, drinking from his wrist. Mm-hmm. So issue 14. Issue 14. Oh. Look this up right now if you don't have it in front of you. Issue 14 is my personal favorite cover. It's so cool. It The colors on it is so sick. It's so sick. It's just him in chains. Um, it's just him. And it, the way, it just looks badass. His eyes are glowing. I love it. Yeah. It's so they, good. I And uh, I was reading some of these sketchbook sections on the back of these trade paperbacks, and it makes so much sense. Jason Howard ha- uh, comes from a graphic art background. Like, he's so good at his covers and his layouts and everything like that. Like, it's so artistic, and it's such a, like, a great style that, that that's obvious. You know, it's, it's really cool. Yes. Never met Jason Howard. I would love to meet Jason Howard. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. So issue 14 opens up with, uh, with him in the... Stronghold van being uh, escorted to uh, the Stronghold prison, and he's in the van with Thrillkill, Construct, and uh, Eruptor. Now, and maybe this is because it's like the prison storyline, but Construct reminds me of Alex from Orange is the New Black, but with red hair. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know why. She's got the glasses. She just kind of has that look. Yeah. Really smart, kind of conniving. I don't know, but I like the fact that all four of them are in the van together. Yeah, and they're all kind of like, you know, Picking talking up. to him, saying, "Oh yeah, he's scared. He's ignoring us because he's scared." Which he's probably—I'm sure he's not scared. You know, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't want to be in this prison with all the all the people that put him away. Is mm-hmm. what they're saying. So uh, yeah. So uh, this is when the uh, the guards hate him too, right? Yeah. And I think. Oh wait, the. Was it Thrillkill goes to attack him? Oh yeah, because he lost a bet. He was like, "Oh, I bet that you wouldn't make it." Uh, and like, I'm not going to lose day, this bet. And I'm not going to lose this bet. So he charges at him. Yeah. And a guard jumps in front to protect Gary and, and stop this guy. Thrillkill slices his throat open like it's brutal. He, doesn't he like slice his his arm, his neck? Like he almost cuts the guy in half. Yeah. Uh, or oh, he cuts his arm off. Is that what it is? Either yeah. Way, he, he kills cuts the his guy. arm off. Yeah, kills the guy, and now now the guards hate him now, because. Like he would still be living if uh, if it wasn't for if him. It, yeah, and ob- and obviously they don't know Gary's situation. They think he's a, a wife killer. You yeah, know I mean they call yeah. her him a wife killer. Mm-hmm. They take out their. Um, so I I think Stronghold Prison is is more. For, I think it's their Arkham Asylum. It's yes. where these like absolutely people go. Like they do say later on that um, that Gary is classified as a superhuman. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that means that there are technically people that there. People like, that are there that aren't superhuman. There's a section for non-superheroes. But I'm I sure think it's our. I think it is like special villains, though. I think it is like Arkham. Yeah, I think it's like Arkham. Well, it's it's obviously not Arkham in, in the fact that it's an insane asylum, but it's the Invincible Universe, like where you put the bad guys. You know what I mean? Right, right. So they have the uh, these um, like sticks that with uh, that shoot out electricity, and mm-hmm. like this whole issue, they're just beating the shit out of them. Yeah, they fuck them up. Yeah, because they hate him so much, and they're just constantly beating the shit out of them mm-hmm. with these like electric sticks. Yep. Uh, and then after 
being beat up and spending time in a cell, uh, somebody takes him out to meet a character. And this is a new character that we're going to see more of. Uh, when who, it comes to my, like, when it comes to main villains in the Invincible universe, mm-hmm. I think he's my least favorite. I really? hate this character. I don't really? like him at all. I think he's cool. I, I think he's weird. It's different. I liked I him. Don't know if... I liked him at this point when he when he kept on the mask. Yeah. When he took off the mask later on in this volume, and which we'll talk is, about, I think he's so stupid. And all it is is a sheet, and this guy's got two eye holes cut out, but the eyes are really wide apart, and so yeah. it looks kind of funny, and you don't get it is what what's going on. And this guy is like, he's the head honcho of this prison. Like he he has his way the with head the guards. Yeah, the head honcho. He has his way with the guards. <laughs> he he runs the prison, you know, and um, he he requests a meeting with Gary. So somebody brings Gary out to the courtyard and. Um, you know, he makes him an offer. Doesn't he say like he wants Gary to get in touch with some overseas? Yeah, he basically says like I, I, I need your help with something. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. He's basically telling him I don't need you at all. You can say no, and it's it is what it is. But, um, but I need you outside. Once I get out of here, yeah. I don't need your help getting out. I need your help once I'm out. Yeah, and he says if you're to if get you, me overseas because I know that you you're a billionaire and you I know you have contacts that yep. can get me overseas because uh, I have plans. Uh, and but what I need to do to fulfill these plans, I can't do it while I'm on the run. So I need to be overseas. Yeah, and uh, he basically says if you don't help me, you're as good as dead in here. You won't last a day. You know, and yeah. Gary refuses. He straight up says no and uh, walks away. He said from I'll him. take my chances. Yeah. Uh, then we get another scene with Chloe and Zachariah, and it turns out that that offer that uh, Zachariah offered her wasn't to turn her into a vampire. It was just to drink his blood. Because yeah. in this universe, drinking a vampire's blood gives you their strength, but it doesn't turn you into a vampire. Is that right? Yeah. She she asked him how much uh, would I have to drink Oh, yeah. To become a vampire. And he says, I would have to completely drain you. And then you would have to drink my blood to sustain yourself. And that that way you would become a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually in a lot of lore, though, to drink. That I is, mean, true blood is... It's the, drinking each other's, right? Or something like that? No, I'm talking... Yes. Um, but I'm talking about the the idea of drinking a vamp... A human drinking a vampire's blood, blood gives them strength. That was the same thing in true blood. Really? Yeah. Remember that it was oh, like yeah, a drug yeah, to yeah. them? They were doing it like a yeah. drug. That was a bad show. You guys loved it. I hated I it from liked the first, the first season. Like the first two seasons <laughs> were really good. Uh-huh. And then it just got, oh my gosh, so bad. Um, but I like that. I like that, you know, that twist on it. Uh, and then Dunford visited, visits uh, Gary in prison. And this is when he tells him that he lost Chloe. Yeah. That she's and he gone. freaks out her. on him. Yeah, he snaps on him. He's like, find her. Find my daughter. And I like that because this was the motivation that Gary needed to take the faces off her. Yeah. Because he needed to get out and find his daughter. Right. So that's why he he decided to work with him. So That reminds me of a little Orange is the New Black. This whole thing is like very prison Because remember in the, in the newest season, what's that one lady? She was trying to get out the entire time and was trying to make a deal to go see her son that was in the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. It was kind of... Um, so, yeah, literally he's, like, being dragged out of the room where Dunford's at saying, find my little girl, find her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dunford's just sitting there, like, almost crying. Yeah. Um, does does he talk to Cecil before he goes to the face? By the way, that villain that we talked about, we don't know at this point that his name is the face, but he is. <laughs> 
So there. So as we're referencing so there him, it is. He, his name is Face. We are about <laughs> to find that out. But anyways, uh, he goes out there to accept the Face's offer, and the Face uh, tells him, or, or commands one of the guards to remove this device that's been around Gary's neck this entire time, which is inhibiting his wolf powers. Right. You know? So they take it off. Gary starts freaking out and... Changes into the wolf. Yeah, kills the guard that took takes it off and changes into Wolfman. So... Yep. And, that and that's how that issue ends. Is how 14 ends. So issue 15 starts with Wolfman going crazy, slashing everybody, fighting, and then we get... Then the face takes off his mask, this sheet that's over his head, and we find out why He's his eyes the face and why his eyes are so far apart. It's because he is two faces uh, and three eyes. It's basically three eyes, two noses, two mouths, two chins. It looks, it's hard to look at on the page. Do you have a problem with it too? Like it almost looks like, it almost hurts your eyes to look at. Like it looks like it's distorted. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I don't. It feels like you're squinting when you're not. Yeah. Do you, uh, I wonder how Jason Howard drew it. Do you think he copied over or do you yeah, think he I drew? Do. I think he drew exact- it and then like moved it over. Cause if you look, cause there are some, uh, it's almost exactly the same. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a pretty creative character. I mean, and then his middle eye shoots out like a laser beam. Yeah. So he uses that to basically knock Wolfman out. I think and- it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so dumb. Then between that and the guards, Coming at him with their uh, lightning rods again. I mean, they knock Gary out. He he reverts back into you know human form. So uh, then the rest of this issue is so cool because it's being narrated by uh, Gary, and he's we don't know who he's talking to at the start of it, but he's t- talking to Cecil, and he's telling him you know oh so what probably happened was and I assumed at the end of last issue when he turned into a wolf when they removed the collar. That it just happened to be a full moon. Yeah, that's what I assumed right? too. Because they don't I, explain. Because it's only once a month that he can't control it. Yeah, and I looked. And he obviously he clearly why wasn't would he, in control. Right. Why would he want to change right then and there? So I looked back at those pages, and there wasn't a moon being shown, yep. full or not. It was actually so, looked kind of like evening time ish, like yeah. like seven eight o'clock at night ish. Mm. So I couldn't really. Uh, I couldn't. I, I assumed that it would just happen to be a full moon, but I like this because he tells Cecil that. Uh, because he had had the collar on for two months, they uh, it basically built up, like it, it, those two. He months, tells the face that. No, he's telling. Well, he does later after the fact, but in this oh. moment, he's kind of telling everybody. Oh yeah, he's telling the face right you're now. You're right. That he does tell. He does kind of say that he didn't have any control. You know. Yeah, that he didn't have control, and that the inhibitor collar actually built up the last two full moons, and stored them That's so what that it was thinking, like yeah. yeah, so it was like pent up, yep. you know, and. Uh, he explains to the face, like, hey, you know, our offer's still on. I couldn't control myself, and I'm not a liability. I It only happens once a month. I can lock myself away during that time. It's not an issue. And, uh... Bam! It, yeah. And then, uh, I love how he says, of course, it wasn't long after our meeting that everything went to hell. Uh, this is something that I had been waiting for for a while. To match up. Oh, it was so cool. It was a month. I looked it up. It came out, uh, only a month after... We're talking about issue 60 of Invincible, which is the Invincible War, which directly correlates to this issue of of Wolfman. Mm -hmm. So this spread of Mohawk Mark, who we've lovingly named Mohawk Mark. This motherfucker right here. 
blasting through the prison, breaking it open. Now, if you're familiar with Invincible 60, this is direct. Like, it's panel for panel on one of these upcoming word pages. Word for word. Yeah, it's word for word. And it's so cool seeing the two side by side because um, it's a, just a direct, yeah, cover or copy of, you know, seeing, you know, Jason Howard's interpretation of Otley's work is so cool. And, um, you know, power, Powerplex, Blasting Wolfman. And because in in, in uh, Invincible, Powerplex blasts Wolfman and Wolfman or Powerplex just says soon Invincible, but not today and walks away. And we don't see what happens to Wolfman. But here we see that he was knocked unconscious and um, brought back into the prison after the after the fight is over. Mm hmm. Yep. And this is when he's talking to Cecil. Like, this is where, you know... You keep calling him Cecil. Yeah? He's talking to the face. No, this is him talking to Cecil. Oh, okay, you skipped ahead. Yep, sorry, I skipped ahead a little bit. But this is where we find out that this whole time he's been narrating to Cecil what is going on. Um, and Cecil says that, you know, uh, this is where he tells us that the face is really dangerous. I love the fact that the face worked for a criminal organization called The Body. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So... Who is there a, the hand out there? I mean. Is there the well, legs? He said, he said he's the last surviving member. Yeah. But I want to I want to know. I want to know who there is. Like, I wonder if Kirkman had in mind, you know what I mean? Something like bigger. The hand coming back or, you know, yeah. the uh, the body, the leg, the foot, you know, the fist. I don't know. Like, some yeah. unlucky guy gets stuck being called the armpit. And then do you, do you think they all have, like, different laser abilities? Like, that's just where they shoot it out of? I fucking hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's pretty cool. I always liked that. I want to know more about the body. Um, and that's when, I think that's when he says that he's going to look for... Uh, his daughter. His daughter. Um, we are, This is also when uh, Cecil mentions that he spent some time in Stronghold, Stronghold Penitentiary, which I was telling you, TJ, about... Also correlates with is issue 50. Is Invincible issue 50, with uh, the secret origin of Cecil Stedman, and uh, he does, in fact, spend time in Stronghold Penitentiary. So, man, this... Say penitentiary. Penitentiary? <laughs> how, how did you just say? <laughs> penitentiary. Penitentiary? Yeah. Penitentiary? Penitentiary. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely saying it wrong. <laughs> That's a tough word to say. That's funny. Uh, but the... Uh, we get a little bit of... Um, uh, what is it? Mecha made breaking yeah, out. Yeah, just something really. I like this because it was like real small. It was mm-hmm. literally, literally just one page, and and uh, it just shows her real quick. And, and she shows uses that the, she's up to something. Yeah, she uses that daughter. Yeah. Program that she has to help her escape, and, and then, then she's out, and then and we don't out. see her again. Yeah, in this issue, um, and then the actioneers attack the the vampire uh, vampire actioneers. Actioneers, yeah. yeah, the vampire actioneers. Because as we know from last volume. They're vampires, and they're working for Zechariah. So they attack the prison, looking for Wolfman. And uh, once they find him, they bring him to Zechariah. What what I think is cool about that is that... Uh, what is his name? That's good. What is that? Uh, I cannot remember uh, his name. Jeez. He's the one that he killed, right? Yeah. The first one. It's like Captain... Mm, superior? Shoot. Something superior? Yeah, Sergeant Superior. Sergeant, Is it Sergeant Superior? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Okay. So Sergeant Superior grabs Gary by the neck and then, like, tosses him aside. Yeah, he's and like, Gary's oh. like, he didn't recognize me. Yeah. Because they've never seen Gary. They've never seen Wolfman as Gary. Yep. 
So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Idea. And it wasn't until after Wolfman transformed that they like go that they after found him. him and they deliver him to Zachariah. And there was this moment of Zachariah being like, "I suspect you uh, have been waiting a long time for this." And he says, "You have no idea." So we get staring up at him. The show. Look how fucking like scary his face is. It's terrifying. Wolfman's face is. Because there's like, could this... you imagine something like that looking at you? Yeah, because there's the helicopter spotlights on. Oh, I love his art. This this volume, man. This volume is so good. I love it. Uh, so issue 16. We're halfway there. Yeah. Issue 16. Uh, awesome cover. I love the blue in this cover. It's uh, Wolfman versus Zachariah. And you'll notice, especially on this cover, that, uh, and I, I thought this, I was like, wow, Zachariah's costume looks very familiar. Hmm. Doesn't it? It's very invincible. It is. And if you read the... Uh, um, sketchbook section at the back of the trade they said oh uh, apparently they didn't catch that at first both kirkman and jason howard and um they joke about how all the fans noticed it and said something so in the next volume he has a different costume hmm. which i think is better than this costume so it yeah. all worked out i didn't notice that you didn't notice that at first yeah you read about it in the back of the no i noticed it and then and then in the back of the trade they said that brought it up yeah that's funny mm-hmm. so I love this fight scene between Wolfman and Zachariah yeah. because it keeps cutting back to the training that Wolfman had with yeah. uh, the Elder Brood. The Elder Brood, yeah. Which it Same. felt like there wasn't enough training. I remember thinking that. Yeah. And so but there, it, it was enough for to make this fight fucking awesome. Like no, It's that, been leading up to this, and it's basically like him going back to saying, I like, he's gonna, you need to attack first, and it shows him attacking first. But I like seeing that there was more training that we didn't see, is yeah. what I'm saying. I yeah. love that. So, yeah, rushing to attack first. And then, oh. Like him saying, um, you know, what about when he goes into smoke form? Mm-hmm. And Elder Brood says, this has an, an, this has its advantages, but it also has its disadvantages. And he turns, sure enough, he turns into smoke. And Wolfman breathes in very heavily. He inhales. Inhales him. Yeah. And then he turns into human form and he bites his arm off. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> so cool. Now, you know what? I was thinking about this earlier today. Wasn't there a moment in Volume 2 where all those wolves attack um, Gary and Zachariah and Gary knocks off Zachariah's head? You know? Yes. And then he just, like, came back from mist form? Yes. I do remember that. That doesn't seem very consistent. Because as much as I love him cutting off his hand, why did that make sense? Why was he... Why was he? Able, was that just like some sort of projection he was able to do with his wolf, with his mist form? But I mean, Zachariah gets his arm back. Uh, he doesn't, doesn't he? No. I, and the only reason why I remember this is I remember there being a cover where he's like looking at wolf, like looking at the front. It's there's a cover of him looking like this with a claw hand. So I'm pretty sure he doesn't, and it's definitely not in this volume. Hmm. So, um. But anyways, regardless of whether or not, you know, the science of it, which, you know, it's a comic book, um, he loses his hand and it's awesome. Yeah. And then the fight continues on. Uh, Kirkman loves to chop people's arms off. He does. I like, see- I like seeing uh, the Capes Incorporated show up, which we really yeah, still have I to read. Yeah, I thought that was cool. They yeah. show up in so much. And I want to know, so- know more about some of these random characters. Kid Thor. Well, yeah, we know more. We know Kid Thor and, and, and Knockout. Yeah. So they show up and they're fighting everybody because this is a full-on prison break now. Um, 
I liked, oh man, I loved when uh, Wolfman blocked Zachariah, Zachariah's uh, katana uh, with his own arm yeah. and then punched it to break it. Yep. Uh, and, and then, then Zachariah like bit, like backhands him mm-hmm. and he flies across. Mm-hmm. Now, this is another, pavement. we've got another uh, vampire lore situation here. Uh, Wolfman grabs a stake, a wooden stake. And charges at Zachariah, and we get a flashback of the Elder Brood explaining how the stakes work in this universe. Staking a vampire through the heart is not a thing, you know, in this universe. What's the, that doesn't kill them? This is another. This is another lore thing that has that is in other mediums. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you, TJ, because you know more about vampire stuff than I do. Yeah, this is in other stuff, staking them to the earth, to the earth, and keeping them there. That is so cool. Yeah. I didn't know that was in other stuff. I, I think love that, that. I could be wrong. I know it's in other stuff. See, I, it, when I, I read it. Isn't that Vampire Diaries? We only watched a couple seasons of it. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure remember. that that's Vampire Diaries. I don't think so. And if it was, then did that did, did that copy Kirkman? Or did Kirkman... Is, is this a common thing that's in... No, it's, a, it's common. Okay. Uh, I love that I'm idea. I'm trying to think of... So Wolfman stabs Zachariah through the chest and pins him to the earth. So what this means is that... If a vampire gets stabbed, I don't know if it has to be through the heart or just through them somewhere, um, and into the earth, then they can't move. They're bound to the earth. Which means they can stay there until sunrise and die. And die, yeah. That's an awesome concept. I love that. So Wolfman does that. We also saw a glimpse of uh, Mecha Maid watching the fight. Um, And then uh, just when Wolfman thinks that he's got Zachariah beat, Chloe shows up. Yep. Fights them a little bit. They talk. Uh, she's also wearing a like a woman's version of of, of, of Zachary's outfit, yeah. which is the red invincible, red yeah. and black invincible. Yeah, similar to it at least. Um, so they kind of have a moment here where he's explaining himself. Listen, Zachariah, basically he poisoned your mind. He's he he's the one that killed your mother. She looks down and she's you know you think that you know she calls him daddy. They hug. Yeah, they actually, like, it, everything makes sense. Like, he... She's holding her head, like, trying to make sense of it. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, she, she's actually... It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And then she calls him daddy. They hug. And then she says, I'm sorry. Well, she says, daddy, dot, 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 I'm sorry. Turn the page. The last page of the uh, of the issue is her stabbing him right through the chest. Oh, and it's so crazy looking because she's, like, like, she comes up to his chest. And it's this small, frail-looking girl ramming a katana through this giant wolf man and he's just like towering over her and it just looks painful like oh god it's so cool and this uh issue 17's cover is one of my favorite covers it's just an all red cover this one's awesome with wolfman on the ground kneeling with a katana through his chest yeah oh man i love this storyline this is so crazy this so, is like the meat of Wolfman, too. Yeah. Like, we are in the meat of it. Because after this, it's like the finale. Yeah. You know? Um, so this is the moment, like, that we've been building for, too, you know, was Chloe, you know, training to kill him. Right. Um, so it, this issue opens up with, um, you know, he's got the katana through his chest, and he's saying, Chloe, dear, I won't fight you. I'm still not going to fight you. He pulls the katana out of his chest and says, here, I, I won't, I'm done. I'm not fighting you anymore. And yeah. he's sitting there and he's like dying. He crashes to the ground 
And in that moment, she realizes kind of what she's done, and she regrets it immediately. And she says, she like cries out, "Daddy!" And she's got his hand on his back, and and you know, he's saying, "Don't cry, Chloe. I'll be okay." And she's like, "Oh no, no, no! What have I done? What have I done?" And um, he turns into human form again to like, yeah, to like heal heal up himself. And, yeah, and, and, he, then, and he passes out. Right. And then more uh, villains show up. More uh, what's his face? Thrill kill. Thrill kill. And he's all over this issue. Yeah. Like he's he's the or this volume. volume. Um, but he shows up with Kursk, Kursk from Invincible. Yeah. Which I think is awesome, and I didn't really ever put two and two together. But Kursk is a Red Rush villain. Like he was the Red Rush's nemesis. We saw him fighting him in flashbacks and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. which is interesting because. Kursk. I never really thought about where I'm going with this. Yeah. Kursk is a yellow, primarily yellow suit with some red, and he has lightning powers. Mm-hmm. And he's Red Rush's arch nemesis. Yeah. It's it's it's, the, a big it's the flash. On, it's the yeah, flash in reverse on, flash. On DC, yeah. I just think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but Kursk in his broken English, because again he's, he's Russian, Russian, just like Red Rush. Right. Like that's so cool. Um. And the fact that Red Rush is from Russia, like, God, I, I love these characters. Um, but yeah, so Thrillkill and uh, Kursk start attacking Chloe, and uh, Gary wakes up, turns into wolf form, and, and he's, goes... He's fine. Yeah. Now. Like, he's got nothing, he's got no, he's is not he bleeding old? through his chest, he's perfectly back to normal, because, I mean, if you remember back to training, all he's got to do is turn... Human, human, and then back to Wolfman, and he's he's back to normal. Yeah, he was a little out for a minute, but he's he's good now. And we get this little like team up moment. Yeah, they're the they're back to back, and you know this I thought was so rushed, and I I didn't really like it. Like literally, the started like the last issue ended with her with her killing, killing him. And then literally three or four pages into this issue, and they're back to back fighting, and they're talking, and she's like, "Get used to it. This is our lives now." This is we're gonna be teaming up forever, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like literally, seconds ago, you had a, you were holding a knife through his chest. Yeah. So I thought that was a little rushed. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I guess we could say that everything he was saying when he was trying to convince her did get through to her. She just in the last moment decided to kill him anyways. Right. Um, and then once she actually did that, it, you know, she felt bad, and she talks more about it in later on in this issue, I think. Um, but meanwhile, the, the, the trio of The Face, Eruptor, and uh, Construct, uh, those three are going to be together for the rest of this issue. So there's, we're going to have to keep saying those three characters' names over and over. But those two are trying to escape. The three main villains. Yeah. Uh, those three are trying to escape. And uh, what is it? The, uh, this is the moment in which uh, Chloe explains to uh, her dad, Gary, that uh she separated them yeah. once once her mother died she separated the wolf from from Gary and uh from her father and basically you know mourned him and let him go mm-hmm. and all she cared about was killing the wolf yeah and she apologizes mm-hmm. and they hug and have another father daughter moment yeah and uh he tells her to that soon a guy with a scar on his face will show yeah. up. Once this fight ends, he's, he says this fight is coming to a close. Once uh, it's over, Cecil will show up. Um, he, he describes him and says, you need to run out to him and... Tell him who you are. Tell him who you are to me, and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll take you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, then Mechamede, who's been kind of like watching the fight, shows up, and Eruptor kind of, you know, knocks her out. But that in that moment, Wolfman shows up, and he plays Tells off. Him to leave her alone. Yeah, he plays off the fact that Mechamede helped Wolfman organize this whole breakout, and it was all his idea. And, just to save her. Yeah, just to save her. It was her. all bullshit. And it's to get him out too. Like, and so he basically works with the face construct and eruptor and all five of them leave like they get into one of constructs ships that have arrived to help them uh, yeah that she to go back a little bit um she wolfman tells uh chloe to find cecil and the reason why i have to leave you right now we have to separate is because of what's going on with the face the face has some kind of plan that yeah, i don't yeah, know about yeah we didn't about. talk too much about that yeah so the face has some kind of plan that he's not letting Wolfman in on. Yeah. So he's got to kind of... he knows that he, it's going to attack the United States. Right. Like it's some big... It's, it's something huge. Yeah. So he's got to go with the face to, to find out him. what the plan is and then stop that plan. Mm-hmm. So that's why Wolfman is separating from... Um, Chloe. From Chloe at this, you know, obviously, obviously pitiable time. Pit, pitiful? Pitiful. Pitiful. Pivotal. Pivotal time. Pivotal time in their relationship. Words are hard tonight. Uh, I liked seeing Cecil show up, talking to uh, Zachariah, doing his old Cecil ways of not letting him die. He takes Cecil alive. And Mm. I love how they've got this special coffin-looking thing to keep him from turning into smoke, to take him from the ground. and airtight. Yep. Yep. So he takes Zachariah... Good old uh, Cecil can't stop, um, but yeah. So this issue pretty much ends with uh, the team of those five characters. Mecha uh, Maid wakes up and and Wolfman basically tells she she's like, "Where am I?" And he, he tells her, "I need you to play along with this because your life and my life are both at stake here. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, there's a lot of bigger things going on. So um, I just told them that you helped me organize this, and you're you know." somebody that you're not so you need to play along yeah yeah and meanwhile there's a uh mysterious wolf man yeah there's a mysterious wolf who they call gray wolf in the letters column or the um uh fang mail in the is it called fang mail in the back of the issues yeah yeah. but i mean the um sketchbook section they call him gray wolf uh so he's watching uh and uh, I think he's reporting back to somebody saying that you know they're right where you said they were and you don't know who he's reporting to I assumed it was the Elder Brood. Um, so did I. Yeah, I think we're kind of supposed to, yeah. but it's not. Especially after uh, another thing we did, we kind of skimmed over. We didn't really talk about that is actually very important. The entire time that Wolfman and Zachariah were fighting, when Zach when Zacharias started to lose that fight, yeah, he kept saying. You don't know what you're doing. You're about to face something. You, He's like, you went to the Elder Brood? Are you insane? Yeah. He said, you don't know what you've done. Mm-hmm. He said, you're not going to... But again, put yourself in Gary's position. All you're doing is lying. All you do is lie. You killed my wife. Like, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He did the right thing. But this but, is important to the continuing the story. Yes, of course. Because... Because we don't know if he's true. Because he said, he told Gary, he's like... Don't you know what the Elder Brood does? Is he's he was training you to be uh, a loyal servant, like a right. slave? Uh, everybody that the Elder Brood has ever turned has been turned to be a loyal slave. Yeah. So he's like, um, you know, this is why you're stupid. He's he's training you up just to be a slave for which him. Which is kind of weird. I'm, and I'm and I assumed he was lying too, which he might have been. Um, but wouldn't he? Why didn't 
Zacharias say that sooner? They've talked about the Elder Brood in the past. They've talked about going to find the Elder Brood. Now all of a sudden, Zacharias is telling him, why, why would you go find him? Haven't they talked about going to find him before? That's how Gary knew about him. I don't think that they've him. talked about going to find him, but they have talked about him. About why he did it and stuff? About the fact that it I wasn't believe Elder so. Brood? I believe they have. But yeah, so there's that. But that is important because in Volume 4, the Elder Brood plays a big role. Uh, so the final issue in this volume, issue 18. And it opens up with something very weird that we need to talk about. Yes, but first, this cover is awesome. All five of the, these characters just charging. It's it's just a really, really cool looking cover. And I like that one a lot. I like Construct and her like Hulkbuster. Uh, Mechamate is awesome. And I remember loving her. And I feel like there's a big issue coming up with her. And I can't remember what happens because I haven't read volume four yet. But there's mm-hmm. something that happens with Mecha Maid that I remember was really cool, and I'm excited to get one to it. Good, one thing that I like about doing these uh, rereads is that I only read these volumes as we're doing them. Yeah. So I'll read them beforehand. Yeah, I don't remember so I don't what remember, happens in the like, end. I remember like, broad things that happen, but I really don't remember like the intricate details of, of things. I, I, honest, just, like, I honestly don't even remember what happens to like Zachariah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like key characters, I have, I, I can assume, and I think I remember, but I remember like I don't remember brood, how things happen. I remember some elder brood stuff, uh-huh. but other than that, like I don't really remember uh, a lot. I'm exciting. Um, hopefully, we we knock out volume four within the next month or so, but we'll see. Couple months, couple months. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about this issue eighteen. How does issue eighteen start, TJ? So it starts out really weird, and I don't, I didn't really understand. <laughs> what was happening here so uh, maybe you did and we will talk about it so by the look on your face i'm guessing you don't i I was gonna have the same conversation with you about it so okay so uh chloe is at the um chloe is deep below the pentagon the headquarters of the global defense agency led by cecil stedman uh she's there with um donald uh, donald uh she's sitting there who's probably appeared in every single invincible tie-in yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, he's I think he definitely has. Capes might be the only one that he's not in. Yeah. So she's Chloe's sitting there talking to Donald about um you know, her father and how she feels and how is he ever gonna forgive me. Yeah. And they have a kind of a moment there and 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 he said she says that she's a bad person. She's like a really bad person and he's convinces her that no, you're not. You're like you know, we all go through stuff like that. Like it's you're you're in the right place. You're not um, a bad person. You know, no one really knows for sure. Trust me, we all have moments. He's saying. And then he puts his arm around her shoulder, and she's like, got her got her head down, and then she kisses him. Does she kiss him? This it looks is, like she okay, kisses him. It looks like she kisses him, and he's shocked by it. And he says, uh, "I'm married and a robot." And she's like, "And I'm 16. Gross." And then. Donald but says, "But you fucking kissed him." But and then Donald says, "Sorry, when my brain was put into this bo- robot body, it took me a while to get uh, to get accustomed. I'm still not in complete control of my emotions. I just read you wrong. Sorry." So but she's did, clearly but kissing him. Are you sure it's just not? And if he kissed her, why would panel, he be shocked by it? Im- imagine this panel being over her shoulder, not his shoulder. You know what I mean? Like the camera angle. Okay. It could but immediately be he says, uh, I'm because, married. He's like adjusting his glasses. Because like, like, dude, yes, like, I know. chill out. Because he, like married. he just said, uh, I still have a hard time, you know, getting comfortable or getting con- complete control of my emotions. So it's, it, I think it was just meant to be like his 
him glitching out and it was supposed to be like a funny scene it didn't work well yeah i didn't care for it either it was a little weird like the i don't know i don't know it was a little jarring on who was the one that kissed who they're both grossed out and it's supposed to be kind of like haha uh i do like how she said like uh you have a human brain then doesn't that make you a cyborg not a robot because he always mm. refers to himself as a robot which is true. It would be he would be a cyborg. Yeah, but he says that cyborg sounds a little too inside baseball. As yeah, he puts it. Yep, and then he goes to fly her home. So back at Constructs headquarters, very cool splash page. Yes, with, it is. It looks like a cover. It does look like a cover. Uh, I like how Constructs, since she's able to like her robot machines are able to create anything. She recreates Mecha Maid. Like she fixes her up. Uh, Construct also gets Wolfman's costume like back to normal, yeah. which, by the way, they I think they I think this is an intentional joke. Like they're kind of they're touching on they're the touching whole on the fact thing. that yeah yeah because Wolf, Wolfman says like um, uh, that you you know you even got my gauntlets right and everything like that and, and he's like I, you know I, I they never really worked before I tried them once and they didn't really work which we didn't see in the comic and she says oh yeah they should be working now uh, the ones you had weren't were basically they didn't work yeah they were supposed so, to store moonlight and allow me to remain in wolf form for a limited time during the day they never quite worked right though I only tried once is this them kind of joking at the fact that they, they never, never used did anything it? with it they never yeah. did anything with it yeah. and I think that that's, so that's them covering up their ass saying and hey, I'm cool with it I, I'm totally cool I love cool that with they it. they were straight up like yeah we we know we fucked this up by the yeah, way we, we didn't I love ever, that we didn't ever use him in the sunlight right and I like how she's like alright yeah so one full night will give you about two hours or whatever it was of, of you know use during the day um, I love that. I love that they basically were like, yeah, we never used it. So yeah. um, here's a little reminder, by the way, we might actually use it, yeah. you know, which I honestly don't remember if they ever do. I don't really either. But I think that was kind of cool. Um, but he can't use it right now unless I like, are those working? Like did Construct fix those? Yeah, apparently they fixed. Hmm. And she says that these are improved. They're, they actually work now. Okay. So, and then they all decide to get on a, a jet and the face says that, you know, uh, uh, you'll know my plan when it's time for you to know. You know they're just heading to Europe, and uh, to carry out the Faces plan. Um, then we've got Cecil in the Pentagon, and we get to see Agent Hunter. This is the first time we've seen him since the first issue in this volume. Yeah. And he basically tells Agent Hunter to stop looking for uh, uh, Gary. That the investigation is over with, and um, that uh, you know. You, you stop looking for him. So I don't, I'm sure we see Agent Hunter again, but uh, I don't remember when. But I like that, you know, he tells him to stop looking for him. Yeah. But that's all on the way to see Zachariah. So yeah, Zachariah's here and he's uh, he's at the penitentiary. He's got like this whole force field around him, keeping him bound. And uh, Cecil basically comes in to let him know, just so you know, uh, during the, when, when Gary was found guilty, uh, they matched up the teeth marks to his and they didn't match, which you would think would let him off. But someone on the jury said, oh, well, he could have bit her during the transformation. Yeah. Um, because the teeth marks didn't match up. Well, he's basically he basically said, we matched those teeth marks up with your teeth while you were out, passed out mm -hmm. and they matched up perfectly. Yep. So you're fucked, basically. Yep. And right from there, that scene, he goes right to the, um, the mansion where Chloe gets dropped off, sees Dunford. Gives him a hug and says, I'm sorry. They start crying. 
or she starts crying, you know, they they have a moment. Cecil shows up immediately and says, hey, by the way, just so you know, because we wanted you to know as soon as we found out that one hundred. now that you guys, even though you guys are good, 100%. We have hard evidence. That he did not, uh, that Wolf met, or that Gary did not kill your mother. Yeah. So there you go. It's like wrapped up. Like, uh, I love how this volume is like, hey, it starts with him being found guilty, and it pretty much ends with him his name Not being, being cleared. Guilty. Right. Like this is it. Like this is this. It's covered. It's very much know. kind of its own story. Yep. Uh, Zachariah does, by the way, have one hand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he yeah. definitely lost his hand when Wolfman bit it off. Uh, he also wasn't able to go into Wolf to uh, mist form yet. He hasn't been able to. Do you think that that limits him from going into mist form? What that bubble that he's in, and and the coffin that they put him in. He was oh, bound yeah. to the ground. Yeah. I you think, think so. that limits him? Yes. So I, maybe, like, maybe again, I don't remember it. what happens after this volume if, if he, when he gets out, but if slash when yeah. he gets out, and you know what they does, might, and they might honestly, I can't remember if he goes into misform. They and might honestly reference design. why he couldn't repair it or something, mm. but I don't know. Um, outside of Construct's base, uh, Wolfman and Mecha Maid are having a talk, basically saying like, "Hey, keep you know keep up appearances. We're still kind of." You know, good guys. We just we're, we we want to stop the face. He he's planning something, and uh, and that's when Wolfman is attacked by the Gray Wolf, the one that's been kind of like spying on him, and they start attacking each other and fighting, and you don't really know what's going on, and he throws Wolfman off the cliff, and while they're hanging from the cliff, Wolfman whispers to him and says, uh, um, you know. I work for him. You, you know, you saved my life. This is kind of funny to me because the way I read I'm, it, I'm I was with like, Cecil. Hey, I'm I'm with Cecil. Just take yeah. this real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then he, he goes, like <laughs> dives to his death. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Well, no, he shows no, him. I'm sure he's yeah, fine. Yeah, he shows that, him slowing <laughs> down. That's how I read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he like grabs the side of the clip and like drags down, drags down. But, but yeah, so, and then the face. It was like drawn kind yeah. of funny. And then the face just walks up and he's like, Are "You guys done playing?" Like. Like, yeah. something just happened. What the fuck? Yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck was that about? Yeah, yeah. Who, the, who was that? So basically what this wolf did is he works for Cecil. That's who he was talking about and uh, who he was talking to at the end of last issue. And he was he's able to give uh, Wolfman a communicator, which is cool. I love the idea of they, they used this you know, plot device to get Gary a communicator so he can be in contact with uh, Cecil. Like, they didn't just assume. Yeah. Like, Cecil didn't just give him one earlier. Like... They made a storyline to get him yeah. the, uh, the the communicator, which is pretty neat. So, uh, Chloe's still upset about everything with her dad. And I think, I think, again, I don't really remember, which is kind of what makes these cool. You know, it's the fact that I don't remember if they're doing it or not, but I, I, I feel like they're beating it into our heads a little bit that she still feels guilty. Like, every, every second she turns around, she had a conversation with Donald. She had a conversation with... Um, with Dunford, she already talked to her father who forgave her. And she's yeah, still and feeling she's like looking, so guilty. Now she's looking at the pictures and crying. Like, yeah, like how is he ever going to forgive me again? Like they're they're I think they're they have letting to. us think know that she's good now. She's not. Yes, and but there's a reason why something's going to come of her guilt. I think you think so. Yes, I um, yeah, I think that they spent so much time uh, building up her being a bad person. That, you know, they had to spend time yeah. bringing her back, uh, you know, kind of giving her a little redemption there. Um, so Wolfman and company and all that group of villains, now that they're part of, <laughs> uh, are boarding a jet. 
And uh, we also get a scene of all the actioneers uh, in the Pentagon writhing, writhing in, in pain because they're hungry. Because they're yeah. hungry. And so, um, uh, so Donald says that he's meeting um, meeting C- Cecil about you know what they're going to do to them and whether or not they're going to be okay and to cure their vampirism. Um, and then uh, this issue ends with uh, you know Wolfman, them on the plane. Yeah, Wolfman Mechamade is with the three villains: the uh, the face construct and uh, Eruptor, and they're on a plane and they're flying over Britain. And this is the beginning, like the first step of the face's plan. Once they're in the, uh, once they're there, his plan is going to be put into action. And uh, well, Wolfman's sitting on the plane. Cecil's talking to him and saying, you know, like kind of filling him in and everything hey, like I that. I know you can't, you can't talk, but um, just listen. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's just listening to everything that Cecil has to say. Mm-hmm. And then the final page is the Elder Brood standing there and he sniffs the air and says almost time yep and that's how this volume ends i didn't really like that yeah it was kind of weird it was so random i know it's i know we don't know what it means yet but it was just weird to go from like all right they're in this uh plane flying to the uk yeah and cecil's talking about hey and and cecil says uh, we think he's going to be using uh, nuclear missiles against the United States, Britain's stockpile of nuclear missiles or something like that. And that was like a big shock. And then you turn the page and it's the Elder Brood sniffing and saying almost time. Is that related? Maybe he was is, just baking cookies is and he, they were almost ready. It could be. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> the next issue starts with the Elder Brood taking a tray of cookies out of the oven, smells them and says, It's time. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> it very well could be. Yeah. You know, that's probably it. Uh, next time on uh, Invincible Podcast time. Wolfman Volume through 4. Yeah. Cookies. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember how this ends, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to catch up, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. What did you think of this volume as a whole? I thought it was very good. Um, I loved all the Invincible tie-ins that we talked about. Um, I loved the progression and degression of uh their of chloe's relationship with him it started out you know where we left off and then it got to a high point and it got to you know where it was completely decompressed Mm um i thought it was very good yeah like i said at the beginning i always think back at the prison sequence of wolfman being a major point and i mean i guess it's because that's where he meets the face who's obviously a, a a major villain right now and um we get to see his training from uh, um, the Elder Rude, but this is also where we got to see him confront Zachariah, like all that stuff. Like one of the major, one of the biggest things that I think about when I think about Wolfman is his wife dying, and yeah. Oh, yeah. that scene, right? Yeah. And so this that, was that is the that is the um, you the, know the the Walking Dead moment. That's, that's the, the Omni Man. The Omni Man moment. Yeah. Like they all have these, and that's why I, th- I mean I think that's intentional. Like Kirkman wrote that to be that moment, and I feel like this was the volume that we've got pretty much kind of closure on a lot of that. Like, you know, Wolfman faced Zachariah in regards to what he did. Wolfman's got his got his name cleared. Like the entire second volume, he's on the run. You know, like now he's got his name cleared. Like all these pieces are coming together. And um, 
I think, you know, that's kind of what led to them ending the series. That's one of the reasons. I read an uh, uh, interview about Kirkman, you know, announcing the end and him saying that, hey, you know, because he announces he announced the end at this point. He announced it yeah. almost... Uh, he knows it's ending. Yeah, around this point, he said, hey, there's going to be, you know, six more issues or whatever. And uh, he brought it all to a close, similar to how he's doing with Invincible. You know, he's giving it its due. He's going to wrap up storylines. Yeah. And um, that's going to be exciting. And I wonder if... Do you think after we do uh, Volume 4, we should talk a little bit about what happens to Wolfman after Volume 4. Yeah. Like, where we've seen him in Wolfman, or in Invincible. Yeah. Because I'd be curious to see if we see him before the end of Invincible. I'd like to think we will. Yeah. In those last few issues. Yeah. Fighting the robot war or something. Right. Should be cool. So, that's it. So, yeah. You can find us on, um, on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Uh, email us with your thoughts on Invincible. Email us with your thoughts on uh, on Wolfman as a whole, or even uh, Volume Four, and we'll bring that up uh, in Wolfman Volume Four when we do that in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail You can message us on Facebook, facebook.com slash invinciblepodcast. You can reach us at uh, on Twitter at uh, invinciblecast. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think, and we're, uh, you know, we love uh, hearing your reviews. If you want to review us on iTunes, good or bad, we we like the criticism. But so, so far, we are all five stars. Yeah. So it'd be cool to keep that up too. Don't fuck it up. I think we have nine five star reviews. I think we have one that we have to read too. So maybe we'll read that next uh, next episode. Yeah. Oh, and we also post all the podcasts on YouTube. So if you like listening to your podcast via YouTube, you can check us out there. Shout out to. Um, YouTube user Pork Shops. He uh, recently found the podcast on YouTube and was commenting on the videos. So uh, we love to hear from you guys. So yeah, definitely. Uh, now next hit episode, us up in some way. In two weeks, two weeks, we've got. Uh, it's not going. There's not going to be a new issue out because yep. there's not a new issue of Invincible for three weeks. Right. So we might uh, we might do something different on the show. We don't know quite what we're going to do yet, but it'll be fun. And uh, and then in a month, you know, we'll be back with our discussion all about issue 140 of Invincible. Getting close. Five issues. Yeah, I don't like it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Later. Bye.
do you use? Why does it take up the full screen? Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. <laughs> I still hear that. 